Hi, I'm Matt. I'm Rachel. And welcome to the Tim's Day, episode 96. We were just talking about your holiday party tomorrow and our excitement level to be with 50 plus people we don't know. And <laughs> yours is very high. And mine is also very high. I don't think mine's very high. That's You were saying that's not your sweet spot. It's not my <laughs> sweet spot either. But there is something about a holiday party where you go and you get good food and drinks and you don't have to be responsible for any of it financially. (laughs) But we get to put it on our credit card so that we can get the points. It's a little less likely this year, but we'll see what we can do. We got got a good amount of money. I have a lot of employees that I work with and uh, they rack up quite the uh, bar tab. Yeah, as in like triple the points and you get free flights to portland bar tab <laughs> so anyway it is the season it 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 tis it is the season this is like so it's mid-december as we record this but it's like we have one weekend i feel like in december of all of our holiday big things are this weekend yeah outside of like actual christmas day which is kind of funny sometimes it's like spread out but this this time it's like thursday through monday there's like christmas things i think it's kind of the way just the weekends fall that christmas is a monday so then no one's gonna plan much for the weekend right before right before with christmas eve and all that so then it kind of leaves you kind of one weekend this weekend is the party weekend right so we will be partying including bringing our children to the church staff party (laughs) (laughs) which was not ideal but that's not not so ideal but it is what it is it's all good uh we wanted to talk about how having a second child has changed us yeah or how we've changed our approach to parenting a second child but maybe it's you feel like it's fundamentally changed you as a person or all of the above i guess (laughs) we could talk about any of it obviously we're we're highly prepped for the conversation i'm curious what reflections we might have even at just through conversation together do you have anything any things that stands out to you immediately i had an idea or two i do think there i i was gonna say a settledness but there's a a part of that is also just like resignation (laughs) (laughs) of like the ups and downs of having kids of parenting like I think my my threshold for like Julian crying is higher than it would have been with Oliver. Mm-hmm. Like I was just noticing even when I was changing his diaper today and he's like wailing that I like have reached a different level of being able to just like tune it out to some extent. Like if yeah. if he's not if I know he's not in in pain and this is all not counting in the middle of the night because as we've talked like that's a different emotional reaction for me (laughs) but during the day if he is crying and he's not upset in terms of like physically in pain i think i can just like okay like i'm just gonna have to power through changing your diaper and i'm just gonna do it like sorry i cannot pacify you right now i'm just gonna change your diaper and then it will be over and he will stop crying And so I think I have a bit more of like just power through instead of like constantly feeling like I need to manage like the emotions. I just kind of like ride the waves of them knowing that they will pass a little bit. I feel that way even with Oliver. I think so maybe it's just like time of being a parent has changed some of that. But it started earlier 
with Julian because I think I've already been weathered, beaten down. <laughs> well, I, I don't think we can stress enough, though, how much you getting decent sleep at night has made that true. Yes. Because I remember just like less than two months ago, you being like, this is not working. Yeah. Like, and every day you just are being worn down bit by bit. <laughs> yes, that's true. I, and I do think that hit me harder with Julian yeah. than it did with Oliver. Well, and fair enough. Yeah, because of his lack of sleep. So, yeah, if, I, if I'm getting what some would call decent sleep, <laughs> then I think my ability to, like, withstand some of the ups and downs is stronger. Yeah. That makes sense. My my kind of first loss was not about my parenting per se, but about myself. And I, I I'm not sure whether I have become more introverted or whether it is just that the situation of adding another person to the house who isn't synced up with the previous third person's sleep schedule has just meant like last I think was it last week or a week and a half ago I was like I need more time to myself I just do I do <laughs> I'm going a little crazy and I I mean I'm sure I would have liked that at any at any point but I just feel that much more acutely right now and what I'll be curious about is whether it's seasonal because little kids are intense and they just have an intensity or whether that is a long-term thing where it's just a lot to have four people living together. I don't care how big your house... Well, I mean, at some point, if your house is big enough and you don't see each other, that is that is what it is. <laughs> but I'll be curious about that. But I've been feeling that much more acutely mm. lately, I feel like. I hear that. I also do feel like... I mean, we, you went through that whole season. I feel like when Oliver was like one to two of quote-unquote discontentment and some of that was related to like not feeling like you had any space to yourself no i mean yes and no though i would push back on that i think that was related to a whole kind of productivity mm. piece and i'm not feeling like i need to get away to do stuff just need i just space. need space <laughs> <laughs> so i do think it's actually like the nature of the thing that i am drawn towards is different yeah yeah for sure but it's a good point i hear your point yeah, I think, I mean, I think we definitely got used to Oliver before Julian was born, like, was starting to get more independent. And so would, like, he would nap for three hours in the afternoon. He would play a little bit by himself. So even if you weren't out of the house, there was just a fraction more mm -hmm. space. And now, even if Oliver is doing those things, Julian is probably doing the opposite mm -hmm. of those things. And so <laughs> it's just, it's, I was talking to a friend who is about to have a second kid and she's like how how is it and i was like well you know the small margin that you found to yourself with the first kid it gets even smaller with <laughs> or the second it goes kid away. yeah <laughs> and that's just i mean yeah i think that will definitely change as they get older so i'll be curious like you said if that then frees you up or if it is just like a physical i need less people in my proximity sometimes and that's okay right i'm just sitting here thinking parenting is so hard it's so intense it is ridiculously demanding yeah 
Yeah, that's 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 the right word. Man. You give a lot. You give a lot of yourself. <laughs> I just feel like you know, you reach this point and you're like, how did I not know it was gonna be like this? I mean, yes, you cannot know, but You really don't. You really just don't I know. <laughs> no, but I don't I feel like people just like we use too much shorthand when we talk about parenting. Like, oh, it's so hard. Oh, it's so intense. Oh, it's so like all consuming or things like that. But I, I feel like I needed someone. I mean, maybe I didn't. Maybe that's part of how the human race like continues. <laughs> that no one sits you down and says, hey, when your kid is three and you have another kid, like, let me just talk you through your day and what it's going to feel like. Maybe it's for the best. Stop listening to this podcast if you don't have children. <laughs> this is for the sake of our future. The future humanity. I do. I do think I look at some families who have more kids and I'm just like, I look, I really, I, I don't know how you do it. How do you? Yeah. We're not in the critical amnesia survive. stage with Julian yet. That's very clear. I think yeah. from our recent conversations, like no. at some point you do begin to forget. You do begin to think like, oh, those babies that I'm seeing are so cute. We're definitely not there. Mm-mm. Yeah. Not there. Oh, man. I think another way, I'm going to hazard this and then you tell me. I'm wondering if I am slightly, not incredibly, not amazingly, slightly more patient. Yeah. Uh, I think you are. I feel like, I mean, nighttime, in the middle of the night tends to be where I shine strongest, I think. I think I'm most patient in the middle of the night. Partly, and we've talked about this before, as you balance your partner out, you're least patient in the middle of the night. Yeah. But I was like, sometimes I'll just be like, you know, Oliver's a toddler. He just doesn't know what to do when he's hot <laughs> or when to do when he's cold. And like, you're like, why is he awake? I'm like, he just doesn't know how to express these things. It's okay. <laughs> Which is not always how you handle things in the day. No, not not really during the day. In the day, I expect him to be about 25 and highly functional. But at night, I'm very patient. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, you know, there's there's opportunities. Progress. There's progress there. There's opportunities to expand that out to uh, to daylight hours. But I, I, think, I think I'm a little more patient overall. Yeah, I think so too. How about you? <laughs> what else for you? I think I'm clear on my boundaries or like what I'm willing to do with or for my kids. A couple, yeah, yeah. give it, give an yeah, example. Yeah, a couple or two. recent examples. So one, when Oliver was like six months, we decided that the first time that we wanted to give him solid food was at Thanksgiving. And I think we documented this, but it was like, oh, this will be so fun. Like everyone will be around. They can watch him like eat for the first time. Like, but holidays are big days. There was like a lot. It's a lot of expectation. There's a lot of stimulation, a lot of things going on. And so it went very, very poorly. (laughs) It was just a disaster. And then it was like, oh my gosh, what have we done? And this time around, I'm like, I'm just going to, we're just going to start feeding Julian on a random Tuesday morning. Like there is no fanfare. There is no like big deal to make about it. It was like, let's just keep this as low key as possible. And you said to me after that, I think that's how we want to do birthdays too in the future. (laughs) Just low key, like not even really remember the date. Just mark a random Tuesday morning to celebrate a birthday. And no, that is not true. <laughs> Another example of this would be we're planning a trip to Disney World next year with the kids. 
which is a whole other thing we will talk about, I'm sure. But we're talking about whether we're going to like go out to restaurants and mm. we're both just decided like hard no. We are not taking the kids to a sit down restaurant unless like there is a Mickey there and that will entertain and distract them. But otherwise, like it is just fundamentally not worth the money to go and try to have this like magical experience with a three-year-old and a seven-month-old and pay a lot of money and then like not eat and have them screaming and it would just be your food, just, you have to eat your food cold because yeah. one of them has to like one of you has to walk around holding julian i think i've just like come which is most of our meals <laughs> right now come to terms with some of the reality of like the the magical moment of certain things is not always worth it sometimes it is to like do the thing that you're gonna like remember well or like get the photo from like there are times where that is worth it and there are times where it is just really not and i think i'm a bit more grounded in reality of like yeah you know what we're just not gonna do that that sounds really cool and i think there would be like potentially some really fun moments in that but i know our family well enough to know that most of that we would just be bitter that we are writing a check for a lot of money uh, writing. writing a check <laughs> paying the check i just this is one of the things that you really changed about is ever since having a second kid now whenever you go somewhere you write checks yep bring my checkbook <laughs> <laughs> you're the person at the grocery store the, the teller's like oh i haven't done one of these in a long time what is this and then paper like the line product? just gets longer 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 you're like i was just getting chips and a coke but I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying, though? Do you feel like that's true about us in general? I do think so. I do think there is some learning and there is greater willingness to apply the lessons learned. I do feel a little bad for Julian because... I know. <laughs> that is what it is. All, I, all I think there to is go to a lot of restaurants until we is, decided that this is not working. <laughs> yeah, some of it is just experience, right? So it's like you just... The more experiences you have, the more you learn what works and what doesn't work. But it also means the second kid gets less experiments, I guess. But yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right. One thing that hasn't changed, can I say that? Mm -hmm. Is I still have a complete inability to imagine my kids as older versions of themselves. <laughs> yeah, man, me too. And that's like what's weird is that's even with a kid who you've seen go through the stages that the second child's going through, but. Like, sometimes I'm like, wait a second, Julian's going to be walking around <laughs> and talking? I know. Like, he's going to be like Oliver Do we day? even have, like, what? the the, aud the audible space for two kids <laughs> to be asking questions all the time? No. No. Can that many sound waves occupy the, the amount of house we have? <laughs> so that's one thing that I'm a little surprised. Like, I'm not, like... Oh, yeah, I see how this is going to go. Or, I mean, not that obviously you know how someone's going to grow. and But, like, you, d I just cannot fathom the child being different yeah, than what they either. are. Until one day they are and you're like, oh, you're doing that now. This is, okay. This is what happens. Yeah. It's like he, Julian was, we just started kind of giving him food more regularly. Oh, my gosh. It's one of my least favorite phases, I think, the <laughs> early food eating because they're just demanding they've got no way to communicate that they want more i think i feel like both oliver and julian like kind of just grow like they're grunting and crying and then if you like take the spoon away it is like you have crushed oh, his gosh. spirit yeah but and like he was kind of like spitting out most of the food so it's just super messy i'm just like 
oh, this is awful. And then like within a couple of days, he's eating much more normally, like a little bit more contentedly. I was like, oh, yeah, huh. I really kind of thought that that was just going to go on forever, but it doesn't. <laughs> Nothing does. So I guess I haven't really gained too much perspective in that, in that department. Still surprising you. Yeah, that's right. Uh, do you find yourself like savoring moments with Julian more knowing how fast they go? No. <laughs> nope. I'm going to be honest. I, I don't. That was a quick answer. No, I was just curious because I feel like that's a bit of a, well, maybe a myth, but it is a bit of a. I don't think it's a myth. I think that is the, the thing word? for people. Yeah. I think one part of the fact is like, we're not sure how many children we're interested in having. And I do think you do hear about people really savoring on what they know is their last child. Yeah. Since we have no idea what the future holds and we haven't kind of landed anywhere with that. There's not that sense of, oh, I'll never do this with a baby again, but maybe, but I don't know. I, that's just not a thought that's like constantly in my mind. I will say like I do. There are things. That's not to say I don't like savor and enjoy things. Julian is much more cuddly than Oliver was. So in that respect, like like most nights, well, most nights I, I hold him because he's cranky. But then at some point <laughs> he will cuddle in and that's super sweet. And I really enjoy that, and I savor that. But it's not like I savor that more because he's a second because he's kid. a second kid. Yeah, it's just more. That's who he is. So then, that's enjoyable. How about you? Do you savor things more? Not particularly. <laughs> I think I think with Oliver, we didn't really know how many kids we were able to have or wanting to have either. So I think when he was experiencing everything, I was like, well, maybe this is the last time I'm doing this. I don't know. So I have the same thing with Julian. So I don't feel like they're really that different mm. yeah i mean there's parts of julian that i'm enjoying that are different than oliver but there's like the heart is still hard i don't know like i don't think that the heart is still hard <laughs> the second kid gives you like rose-colored glasses of like oh like this is hard but i'm gonna miss this like i won't i won't miss certain parts of it nope. for sure so <laughs> Yeah. Are we too blunt on our podcast one day? Poor Julian listening to this. They didn't savor it. I don't know. I think I would, especially now being a parent, like if Julian was a parent, he would be like, yep, that, that seems about that right. Checks out. Like <laughs> I would harbor no bitterness to my parents if this is what they were saying in the beginning <laughs> of my life. <laughs> Fair enough. Anything else to add? I'm just trying to think. I, I mean, yeah, I think we're still discovering who we are as people who are also parents. And, like, having a second kid fleshes that out a little bit because it is different than having one kid. But I don't feel like it's fundamentally changed our approach, even from, like, the beginning of, like, as we were figuring things out with Oliver. Like, I think a lot of what we're doing is the philosophy of parenting that we started with. Yeah. Yeah, and then sometimes you have to correct me about our philosophy of parenting. Yes, that happens. I told Oliver the other day, this is a secret, don't tell mom. And Rachel hears me and says, we don't keep secrets in this family. I'm like, yeah, do tell mom what I just said. <laughs> correct. No secrets. 
Oh, there's still things that we need to. It's good to be a parent of three. I know, Rachel. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's wild. It is. That is all I. All I have. That. But we're doing it. We're doing it. You just. Just keep on. That's seven, part of it. Yeah, seven coming up on seven and a half months. We've been doing it. That's Headed great. into the holidays, which I do feel like, yeah, we have a bit of a lower expectation approach to than we did before. So that's yeah. good. We'll see if we can hold on to that or prepare ourselves for the intensity, emotional intensity, which is a toddler during the holidays. We'll see how we go. Well, friends, if you have noticed any way that Rachel and I have changed <laughs> from oh, listening yeah, to this podcast. Oh, yeah, that would be a little interesting. <laughs> I think that's much more interesting. If, uh, if people have changed, tell us if we have changed, if you've noticed a change since having a second kid, tinstake at gmail.com. Till next time. I'm Matt. I'm Rachel. And that is your Tim Steak. <laughs>